The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday with Andrew Brandt, host of the Business of Sports Podcast, presented by DraftKings. We kind of have Andrew on every other week during the season. There's several reasons for that, by the way. Number one, most of Andrew's time to shine is the off-season as the business of sports maestro more than during the season, number one. Number two, we know how much you love Andrew. So you must subscribe and either listen and listen to the Business of Sports podcast to get your Andrew Brandt fill every week because he's only on here about every other week. And also, it gives us the chance to have some different guests on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast every once in a while, sprinkle in a little bit of variety during the season. So there's three awesome reasons why we have Andrew on the show every other week. Of course, I follow him on social media. I read all of his stuff, so I'm all always up to date. But I got a lot of specific questions for Andrew today about the Packers stock. We're two days away from a spread the word winner being named. Why don't you make this the week? Why don't you make this the week where you quote tweet it and say how much you love any of the shows on social media, either quote tweet at Ross Tucker pod or at Ross Tucker NFL. I check both. You get a great chance to get a retweet. If you do that or share on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL love doing the cameo style videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Just subscribe and comment. I did two of them yesterday In fact, a singing one, a fantasy football trash talk video. Those things, people pay a lot for those on Cameo. And then the Madden giveaway. I've got two more. It's really simple. Myfrontpagestory.com. It's the coolest gift for a loved one I'm aware of. If you guys have something you think is better, bring it to me. I'll debate you all day. Being able to tell somebody you had a story written about them, it's magical. And then when they actually see it and they're reading the print and they see the quotes from their loved ones, they will cry. It is a, it's really an emotional experience. Myfrontpagestory.com. And you can get a Madden for it this week as well. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. 
Talked about him earlier. He's at Andrew Brandt on social media. He's got an unbelievable newsletter on Sunday mornings. He, of course, is the host of the Business of Sports podcast. He writes for the MMQB. He's everywhere. And he's the perfect guy to talk to about something I'm fascinated by this week as it relates to the Packers stock sale. But first, Andrew, I do need to get your thoughts on a couple of the big moves late last week, starting with Odell Beckham Jr. signing with the Rams. The Browns gave him the release. The Browns got $3 million back because he wasn't on waivers. It seemed all pretty complicated, Andrew. But ultimately, I guess both sides got something. Odell got to pick where he wanted to go, and the Browns got $3 million back. Yeah, Ross, a lot going on since we talked. The Odell thing, I've been pretty vocal about. I just think he's more, as I call it, name than game. And this is what happens, to, in my opinion, with a lot of free agents, where people get obsessed with the name and there's been a great performance in the past. But is that really who he is now? We're going to find out. I just have thought that since he left the Giants, he's been more name than game, certainly with Cleveland. So two things. One, when he left the Giants, they had just paid him a huge bonus, and they traded him five months later. They took on a $16 million dead money charge. They paid him $20 million bonus and traded him five months later. So that tells me either one or both sides was only too happy to move on. The Giants were taking this huge dead money hit to move on. And here, the Browns worked out something where they could take on a charge just to move on. That should tell you something, right? So I think then it came down to recruiting because the money that was reported, Ross, it's not much. I mean, forget incentives. Anyone can give incentives. I gave incentives for 10 years. They're, they're an easy give from the team. So basically, he's making about $1.2 million dollars which is nothing for a star receiver. The question is, is he a star receiver? You know, we're going to find out. He's, you know, he picked the Rams. And for the Rams, you know, we know they're all in and all that, but this was not a big deal for the Rams. They gave him a million too for one year. And they'll see what happens. So it's a low-risk deal for the Rams as it would have been for the Packers or Chiefs or Saints because no one was going to blow them away with money. So what I think... I think this is part of the Rams' grand experiment, you know, to, to acquire a lot of names and see where it goes. It certainly didn't look good Monday. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Two thoughts on that, Andrew. Number one, how about the fortuitous timing of they sign him and then Woods tears his ACL? Yeah. So he went from a, a nice-to-have, a luxury, to kind of a necessity – and the Rams still only had to pay $1.2 million for him. And then here's the thing, Andrew. If it does work out for him, I wouldn't be surprised if Rams let him go in free agency to get the comp pick back. Right. Yeah, the Woods thing was amazing. And uh, based on Monday night, they really missed Robert Woods because they went a lot of no huddle in the latter part of that game, and he wasn't in. So it told me that he wasn't you know, uh, up to speed on the no huddle offense, the fast-paced offense. So we'll see if he adapts. I mean, we'll see if the Rams adapt. You know, I've had talks with NFL executives, Ross, who's like, I just use the words. The Rams are the grand experiment. You know, if number one picks and dead money and all that doesn't matter, maybe other teams will do it, but not based on the other night. 
You know, um, I like the fact – we talked about this before. I like the fact that the Rams are sort of zigging while everybody else is zagging, right? They're trying something totally unique and different than everybody else stockpiling draft picks and the whole deal. Uh, we shall see. What about Cam Newton coming back to the Panthers, Andrew? I'll give you a blank canvas. I got a couple specific ones, but I'll give you a blank canvas to start. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. You know better than I do. I think David Tepper was already in there when they let him go. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's coming back to the same owner. I just, <laughs> you know, they they kind of went zigged, talk about zigging and zagging with Sam Darnold and a few draft picks given up, and that doesn't seem to be working. And I guess the one thought I had, Ross, is I turned on this, the games the other day and there was all this hype about Cam Newton running the ball in and I'm back. And I only found out later that he just kind of came in for the goal line, right? I'm like, wait a minute. He's not really playing, right? It's P.J. Walker's the quarterback, and he just comes in for goal line. So I just – I had a different view of it. Uh, so it's almost like he's a Taysom Hill, right? That's what he is. He's just coming in for, like, the, the short yard. Of well, the for that for that game, it, it, I think he's going to start this week. Okay. But for last week's game, that's all – that he was just a package player, yes. I mean, name than game is the same thing with Odell. He didn't he play two years in New England. I'm like people forget he's been playing, uh, and I guess not very well. But he's a great story, and he's uh, he certainly has brought a lot of fashion back to the NFL. So the thing that I think is interesting about there is they actually gave him a decent amount of money, Andrew. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking, who are they negotiating against? It was almost like. Uh, a Mia culpa for releasing him a couple years ago. I, I, I don't really know what the deal was, but it, it seemed like they gave him 2.25 base, 2.25 the sign. So he's getting four and a half for the rest of the year for seven games when, I mean, who else? No, no, nobody else is even trying to sign him. But I guess they wanted to show some appreciation or respect for having him as their starting quarterback? Or I, I don't know what happened there. I don't either. I mean, that seems to be more money than the Patriots gave him for the whole year, uh, either last year or the year before, or maybe both. So, yeah, that's a little surprise. And, um, you know, I'm sure you talk about on your other podcasts that <laughs> they're now in prime position. Somebody's got to get that seventh playoff spot. Like, nobody really seems to want it but uh, they might be in prime position. Have you ever brought a guy back like that, Andrew, mm. when you were at the Packers? Is it weird? Yeah, I mean, but after I left, they brought back who what's still the, the yardage gained by running back in the NF, in Packer history, Amon Green. You know, Amon left us in free agency. And look at Randall Cobb. You know, these guys, they, yeah, they do come back, uh, but not at that level. You know, not not – the quarterback. All right. So Andrew, you mentioned the Packers. Yeah. So they're selling stock quote unquote stock. And I've seen you tweeting a lot about that this week at Andrew Brandt. And by the way, you're getting a ton of engagement on those tweets. The Packers fans (laughs) love that. It feels like you have their back on this Packers stock. So Explain what it is and why it's so valuable. Yeah, I dive deep on the podcast this week, uh, the business of sports. But 
let me first dis- d- disclaim, Ross, because I was there 99 to 09. There was a stock sale, I think, in 07, and there was one in 12. So I was between it. I never experienced the stock sale. From- Wait a minute. If you were there 99 to 09 and they had one in 07, then you did. No, I'm sorry, in 97. Oh, okay. they had one in '97, and they had one in '12. So I, I missed it. But it is what you think it is, and it's people paying money for a share. Let me just say this: when I got to Green Bay, I walked, I looked at homes, and it's amazing to me still to this day. When we looked at homes to live in in Green Bay, I'd say 70 to 80 percent of the homes, Ross. I'm looking at your background. 70 to 80 percent had Packer Shrine rooms, green carpet, green walls, green paint and and these balls and and pictures of Favre and pictures of Jerry Kramer and the stock certificate. It was everywhere. And and of course, I experienced it for 10 years and now I experience it every day on Twitter. It's just there's nothing like Packer fans. And. Let me just say, that was part of the reason I left. I could not walk out of my house and not talk about the Packers. That's a tough way to live. But anyway, this is how they – so non-Packer fans don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get paying $300 for what is a donation, a gift, no transferable value, no, no input on team decisions, no dividend, no stock exchange. Yeah, I think people know that, you know, it's like these people think these Packer fans are dumb. They know that they know that. But Ross, every Packer fan will say something like this. It's the most valuable thing I own. If there was a fire in my house, that's what I would take first. And you got to understand it. It is value. Are the Packers literally printing money? Yes. But other owners do it in different ways. The Nevada citizens are paying $800 million for a stadium. Okay, the Packers are raising $90 million from fans. So, I mean, you can look at it in a lot of ways. I just think my point, Ross, on Twitter and defending Packer Nation is there seems to be some condescension, for lack of a better word, towards Packer fans, that they're, they're part of a ruse. They get it. They get it. It's value. And it's a lot of value to these fans. So it's really the um, the idea of it is a publicly owned team, and I've got a piece of it. It's it's really it's really the idea as much as anything, right? I think so. It's it's the feeling that you're an owner. All you really get is coming to that shareholder meeting in the summer with thousands of others. And you get that certificate and it's that feeling. But listen, I walked around those streets for 12, 10 years. They do feel an ownership. It's not an ownership where, hey, you know, get that guy signed or, hey, you know, go, go, go work on this for me. No, it's an ownership like, yeah, they're mine. Uh, I'm part of this. All right. So I got two more questions on this, actually. Yeah. Number one is, what is the structure of the Packers? Like, I know they have a board of advi- board of directors, and they're the ones that can ultimately hire and fire Mark Murphy, whose job is it to hire and fire the GM and the head coach, et cetera. 
My question is, Andrew, who votes on the board of directors? Like, I, I would have thought that the shareholders vote on the board of directors. Who, who votes on the board of directors? I think they do. I think they do. And, yeah, I should know this. <laughs> but You know what's so funny? I was on the radio in Milwaukee yesterday. Yeah. And uh, they didn't know it either. The, the two hosts there, nobody seems to know <laughs> who votes on the – like. Those are the guys. The, the board of directors are the ones running the whole thing, and well, nobody seems to know well, how those guys get elected. Let me tell you about how, who's running the whole thing. Brian Gutekunst is running the whole thing, and Mark Murphy's running the whole thing. It's not. Listen, I presented to those board of directors meetings. They held them every quarter, sometimes three times a year. Um, you know, these are local businessmen. These are people who have Packer history. Bud Selig was on it, the owner of the Brewers, then commissioner of the Major League Baseball. You know, they kind of, you know, they just kind of like, that sounds good. <laughs> you know, like, and there, and there is an executive committee that meets every month, and they're kind of local business people, and they kind of, but they really listen to Mark Murphy talk about uh, title town real estate, talk about stadium issues. They don't, you know, they're not going to get involved on the football side. But who hired Mark Murphy? They did, right? The exec committee. I guess the exec committee did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they use a search firm. Um, so, yeah, that's where we are. I mean, listen, I said this many times to you and others. I had incredible autonomy running the player finance. If I did a contract for Brett Favre or Donald Driver for 20 million or 50 million, there's no one saying, hey, Andrew, good job, bad job. They trust it. You know, that's how the Packers works. The last thing is um, the cool thing about the stock sale and the $90 million or whatever is that I guess unlike taxpayer dollars, these are volunteer. Like these are the people that are, are these are they're volunteering to give the money as opposed to taxpayers who don't now you can have a debate that may, you know the taxpayers maybe they should because they they benefit from the revenue that bring in the team to the area. You know, that, that's a whole different conversation. But on some level, it seems more fair that the people that care that much are the ones paying up for it. Yeah. Let me say this very succinctly. This is the best story in sports, right? You think about this. People listening, think about this. This is a little burg in north central Wisconsin of 100,000 people, maybe. They have an NFL team. Like, what? Like, like think about that for a minute. They have an NFL team. And the reason they're sustaining is the stock sales part of it, but it's a small part of it. It's sustaining because NFL owners back in the day decided that, A, they would be the Green Bay Packers in the league, and B, in about 1960 or whatever, decided we're going to have shared media. So the Packers are making the same media revenues, which is the biggest revenue source of by far, as New York, L.A., Dallas, Detroit, etc. So... It's still amazing if you zero in from, from another planet and see that the Green Bay is part of the NFL. I mean, 
I, I moved to this city and I'm like, what? Like, it's a tiny little, little burg. It's a, it's a, it's just amazing. Yeah. I remember the first time I played there as a rookie, I, I could not believe, I felt like we were in my neighborhood in Why Missing <laughs> Pennsylvania. And then we made a right and, and there was an NFL stadium there. I, I, I could not believe it. It was crazy. Um, Andrew, terrific stuff. Love the timing of uh, you being on this week with the Packers sales stuff. I was fascinated by that. Thank you so much, as always. All right, Ross. Talk soon. Business of Sports Podcast at Andrew Brandt. And you know why I love Andrew? Because he's the type of guy that rocks the Raycon earbuds. I take them everywhere I go now. Last week, I showed you them. It's been a game changer for me. It really has. Listening to podcasts or listening to music while I'm working out on the road, amazing. The audio quality is fantastic. It's comparable to what you get from other premium brands, except here's the thing. Raycon starts at half the price. It has a built-in mic so you can take your calls on your earbuds, which I do all the time if I'm walking, even at the beach or whatever. It is a perfect holiday gift. Perfect. Get them something they can use for calls, for music, for work, or play at home, on the go. Trust me, you're going to use them every day. Go to buyraycon.com slash Tucker today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, because this offer is available for a limited time only, and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash Tucker to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Tuck's Takes. Morning, Ross. Let's start with the Chargers placing D-lineman Joey Bosa and Jerry Tillery on the COVID list. Wow. That Steelers-Chargers game, you know, Roethlisberger might be out unless he gets back-to-back negative tests. Bosa, we don't know if he tested positive or he's just a close contact, but he's unvaccinated reportedly. So that puts him at risk for this game. And this is a big game for both these teams and a lot of their best players are going to be unavailable. Ducks takes. Baltimore Ravens cut Le'Veon Bell. Right. Well, I think that they've found, you know, they like Devontae Freeman more. They've got Tyson Williams. They needed the roster spot. Bell was not as valuable. If they have injuries, they might bring him back. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell got another year for his pension and benefits, everything, Bri. That one more year, it's a big difference. Annuity, I mean, he already made a lot of money in his life, but annuity, 401k, pension, health savings account, all that stuff. So, um, man, anytime you're an NFL player, you get on a roster for three games and get another credited season, that really adds up for your benefits. So good for him. Ducks takes. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs elevate backup quarterback. Is it Shane? Is it Bugle? How do you pronounce that? I think it's uh, Shane Bouchelle. Bouchelle. Okay. Since the Cardinals were going to sign him. So evidently the Arizona Cardinals were going to sign Shane Bouchelle off of the Chiefs practice squad. Which I don't know what that says about Kyler Murray, by the way. Actually, you know what? It just says that Colt McCoy's hurt now, too. So they need another quarterback because Kyler Murray's iffy. Colt McCoy's iffy. They've got Streveler, the 
CFL dude with the tattoo. They need another quarterback. So that's what it says about that, I guess. And the Chiefs shows you they like him. They didn't want to lose him. So maybe he's the heir apparent to be Mahomes' backup behind, you know, instead of Henny, maybe next year. Or maybe they just, you know, they want to keep developing him and trade him like Andy Reid does so often. Ducks takes. More quarterback news. The Green Bay Packers cut quarterback Blake Bortles. Don't need him anymore, right? They had him because Aaron Rodgers and Kurt Bankert were both on the COVID list. So they needed Blake to be the backup behind Jordan Love for that Chiefs game. They kept him on the on the uh, roster or practice squad for this past game. So that's a bummer for Blake Bortles because he was only on a team for two games. He needs one more game for all those benefits that we talked about. Ducks takes. And finally, the San Francisco 49ers running back Elijah Mitchell fractured his finger, but he still may be able to play on Sunday. Man, think about that. Think about you got a broken finger and you're carrying a football in it and heat-seeking missiles are coming with their helmets to try to hit that football out of your hand. You know how much it hurts to get hit in the finger when it's already broken? A lot. I've had like dislocated fingers. That's a lot of pain. Elijah Mitchell is a tough dude. You know what's not a tough decision, by the way, Bri? Taking keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. I actually was taking both of the FDA-approved medications per multiple doctors before Keeps was even a company. And then when I found out about Keeps, I was like, oh, man, this is so sweet. I don't need to go to the doctor anymore for a prescription for the pill. Or I don't need to go to the store to pick up the topical solution. They'll just send it right to my house. It's perfect. They'll send it to your house in discreet packaging. Proven results. The FDA, as we all know recently, does not approve unless they have scientific evidence of the results. All I can tell you guys is if you're not sure whether or not to sign up, sign up. Do it earlier. If I have one regret, I wish I would have started taking the medicines you can get from Keeps earlier so that I could have kept more of my hair. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com slash Ross to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Ross to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash Ross. Let's get to an email, Bri. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address, ross at rosstucker.com. Love your emails. Love the interaction. We, we tried to do that show one time. Not enough people wanted to be on it, but where you guys just got to ask me questions because it's one of my favorite things because the questions you guys ask are a lot of times more creative or imaginative than the stuff I come up with for the show. What do you got, Bri, from uh, from Chris Carter? Hey, Ross, uh, my question, with all your experience dealing with the media and all of your podcast success, who would you say is the most interesting person that you have interviewed, sports or non-sports related, as you always seem to bring on good, informative guests? Uh, like you mentioned uh, in an earlier episode, I feel horrible for Fitzmagic getting hurt and thought Washington was going to be a great fit. Anyway, I love your shows. Look forward to my morning drives. Thank you, Chris Carter. 
Wow. Thank you, Chris. And you know, we mentioned this um, earlier in the week, Brian. It doesn't look like Fitz is going to come back uh, this season. And I'm a little bit nervous for him and what what that means for him. And I'm going to have to, at some point, reach out to him and just make sure he's doing okay because you just don't want things that are lifelong issues. Trying to think, um, I'm looking through the guests that we've had, trying to think who have been especially interesting to me, Bri. Um, I think Brandon Thorne is interesting in the sense that he, I don't think he ever played offensive or defensive line, went in the military, but now he's kind of become an offensive line expert. Uh, Kerry Hastings, my my buddy Chuck's wife, the um, team sports psychologist for the L.A. Rams. I thought that was a fascinating interview. That's one that jumped out to me. Uh, Chris Nowinski, who I played against at Harvard. You know, for him to go in the WWE and then now he is pretty much leading the charge for concussions and CTE research in the United States. That's fantastic. I mean, there's a lot. I don't know. I mean, I'm literally going through my guest list here, but there's a lot that I find really, really interesting and fascinating. It's one of the things I love the most about doing the show. I don't know, Bri, if you can remember one, but those are some of the ones that have jumped out to me over the years that I just find um, very, very interesting. But there's a lot more where where that came from, quite frankly. Kurt Warner Obviously, his story's pretty crazy. There's a lot. Good question. Really good question. Um, speaking of good questions, Bri, my question is why anybody wouldn't go to AutoZone to make sure they're covered with their battery? If you're not sure, go to America's number one battery destination. You really should. Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons why. It's the only place that carries proven tough Duralast batteries. They've got an extensive line of replacement batteries ready to fit your specific needs based on your make and model. Their replacement batteries start at just $79.99, so you can upgrade your battery without breaking your wallet. They've even got free battery testing and charging. And sometimes you might think your battery is the issue, but it's really your starter or your alternator. I mentioned the free battery charging, which is awesome if you just need to charge it. Look, the proof's in the pudding. Next time you're in need of battery help, or even if you're not sure, get your battery ready for the harsh winter weather. Start at AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Uh, we will have both Fantasy Feast podcasts, or no, we'll have one Fantasy Feast podcast. will be posted early afternoon. If you're playing season long or DFS, you'll love Joe Dolan. The Even Money podcast I thought yesterday was epic because what Steve said about the Steelers and the Eagles was fascinating. Shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com. There, I think we're done here, members of Patreon.com slash RT Media. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. 
Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 